Judaism. From Rabbi Elkan or Shalom. We were learning about how when Yitzchak and Yishmol um, returned from the Akedah, uh, Yishmol was telling Yitzchak that he is more precious than Yitzchak. Why is before that Akedah actually? Now I'm more precious than you. Why am I precious than you? Because I was circumcised at the age of 13 years old, and you were circumcised at eight days old. And and Yitzchak said, no, the opposite. I'm more precious than you because I was circumcised at the age of eight days old. And uh, we were learning the difference in the perspective between Yishmol and Yitzchak actually derives from the kind of connection they had to Hashem. Because of the kind of connection they had with Hashem, that's why Yishmol thought that the highest level of connection is having a circumcision at the age of 13. And the, because of the kind of connection Yitzchak had with Hashem, that's why he, the opposite the highest level of connection is a connection of, of eight days. What does that mean? So we learned that there's two different kinds of connection. There's a connection, intellectual connection, and there's a connection of the essence. If your bond with Hashem is based upon the intellect, based upon your understanding of why you should connect to Hashem, so then someone who's 13 years old, who is more developed mentally and emotionally, decides that he wants to bond with Hashem. So that that bond is meaningful because of the depth, the profound depth that, that this uh, person is making um, in this decision to circumcise himself, the difficulty that that, that, that entails. And not just a difficulty, but um, the, um, the, the, the um, motive of this circumcision comes, of this, of this covenant with Hashem comes from feelings comes from thought. So if the connection to Hashem is based on thoughts and feelings, then 13 years old is certainly a higher level of connection. But there's another kind of connection, and that's connection of essence to essence. And that's connection that Yitzhak had. Because he was connected in his essence to Hashem, therefore, he um, hit the highest level of connection is not one that's based upon understanding and feelings. It's a connection of essence. And therefore, even a child of eight days could have this connection because it's not based upon understanding. And on the contrary, precisely because it does not have a developed intelligence, precisely because of that, there, there is more of an emphasis on the core bond that, that um, is, being, is, is being forged with Hashem. Because the child does not yet have any understanding and feeling of what's going on, so what's apparent over here is that there's a bond that's not based on understanding. It's something that's deeper. It's a bond of essence to essence. That's the basic idea of what we discussed. But now we're going to go into details to understand exactly what that means. There are basically four components to, uh, that differentiate between a bond that's based upon the intellect and the bond of the essence. If you're bond with someone, you decide two friends make a bond between each other um, because they appreciate each other's virtues. So, number one, who are you bonding to? Who is the bond being made with? You're bonding with someone. Oh, Shalom Aleichem. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, good morning. If 
if your bond with uh, your spouse, with your friend, is based upon the fact that you understand their virtues, so who are you bonding with? There's a famous story that the uh, Alter Rebbe was once uh, playing with his grandson, Tzemach Tzedek, when he was a child, and the game was, where is Zadie? Where is grandfather? So the Tzemach Tzedek holds on to the Alter Rebbe's uh, beard. Says, this is Zadie. says, no, that's Zadie's beard. He holds on to the Alter Rebbe's ear. says, no, that's Zadie's ear. Where is Zadie? And then the, the, the Tzemach Tzedek uh, hid in the room, and he says, Zadie! And the Alter Rebbe said, yeah, yes. Like, he was startled. Like, well, what's going on? Are you okay? He says, that's Zadie. That's Zadie. So in a similar way, um, our if you talk about a bond between two people, if they're bound because they appreciate each other's virtues, what are they being bound to? Reuben understands how wonderful Shimon is, how smart Shimon is, how the kind of great character Shimon has. What is he being bound to? He's not being bound to Shimon. He's being bound to Shimon's virtues. He's being attached to the virtues of Shimon. On the other hand, when you talk about the love of a father to a son or love of a son to a father... Where is the son being connected to? The son is being connected to his father. He's not being connected to his father's virtues. When a father loves a child, what is he loving in the child? Is he loving the child's virtues? No, he's loving his child. So in the Nehav, in the one that's being loved, the father is loving the child. And in the, however, intellectual, in a bond that's based upon the intellect, in Iskashra Sichlis, in a connection that's based upon the mind, the bond could only be um, to the virtues of the person that you are loving. It's not to their essence, not to their core. It's just to something external to their virtues. That's regarding the one that you're loving. You're not loving them. You're loving their virtues. You're loving what they give you. You're loving what you appreciate about them. You're not loving them themselves. That's regarding whom you're loving. What about who is loving? So, if you're loving someone because of how much you appreciate their virtues, so who is loving? Which part of you is loving them? You're loving them because you understand their virtues. So your understanding is something which is external to you. The intellect is external. It's not the essence of a person. It's deep. It's, not, it's, not, it's far from the deepest part of the person. So what part of you is loving that person? You, you, you're, you're external, a part of you. Your intellect, your emotions that are based upon your intellect, the, the most ex- nethermost part of yourself, or not nethermost, but it's it, the lower part of yourself, is having strong feelings to another person. It's not you, it's not your core, it's something external within you. On the other hand, the love of a father and a son, a son to a father, what part of the father loves his son? His core, just like you love yourself. Why do you love yourself? Just Hashem made innately, the person has love for themselves. So too you love your child, because your child's a part of you. What part of you loves your child? Your core loves your child. It's not because of your child's virtues. So, in the analogy of a father and son, you have a love from the essence of the father to the essence of the son. But in the the love based upon logic and reason, the love is to the external part of the person that you're loving, and it's coming from the external part of yourself. Is there a way of describing or explaining Similar to how you explained what is the Alter Rebbe, right? Yeah. That's the Alter Rebbe. Yeah. When you're talking about a person's love to oneself, say, does mean I should go buy myself a good suit? Does that mean I should feel good about how I look in the mirror? Does that mean... And what are you meant to do with it? Why does not create that, you're asking? What is... No. First, what is it? 
I think Should I go into the shul and say I'm the greatest guy in the shul? Um, is, that, is that something on somebody else's cheshman? I'm the greatest guy, you know, like the guy who thinks that Selec told him to spread himself too much. What, what's Hastos? Not only what, or what to do with it, maybe. Well, to do it, do it, number one is Hashem made this in order that we should to survive. Uh, all faults are covered by self-love. If we if we didn't have that self-love, just we, just like there are people in our lives that we don't we, that unfortunately we feel like we can't live with them because they're, because of their faults uh, annoy us, we won't be able to live with ourselves if we, if we didn't have the self-love. But the reason the the the, the um, I think the language in Chassidus is that the essence is drawn to itself. So a person, Adam Karavetz a person who's close to themselves, is something that, I don't think that it's something which could be explained, meaning it's nature. Uh, it's it's a shame. Maybe, So then again, the same example as you used about the Rebbe, yeah. it's not about the deal, it's not about my shirt that I'm wearing, Right. it's not about this, it's about the essence. Essence, right. You the love essence this. of the person. Right. What do you I mean, love? I think it's an important thing to understand. Uh, that's an interesting idea. Your love for yourself is you're loving your yeah, essence. It's not about my shirt or the suit that I'm going to buy or step on somebody else's toes so I can feel myself. All right, interesting. Because I, I, um, otherwise it's stuck, it's, it's ego, it's, it's an egotistic game and people don't understand that. There is definitely ego there in the self-love of a person. Hashem created a person. Hashem created a person with an ego. Hashem created a person with it. Since Adam and Chav ate from the tree, there is an ego. There, no, there's a love to yourself. Hashem created the animal soul to love to yourself. But you're also saying that beyond the love to yourself, your animal soul has. You're also saying the godly soul also has love to itself. Right. And what is that? And what's and real self-esteem means the value of your neshama, which is where we're going. Uh, what is a neshama, and, and, and how is it different? How is the bond of neshama of the soul to Hashem different than the bond of other things to Hashem? Very good. So, 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 so number one. So, so, so far we learned two different uh, two differences, two distinctions between. The love that comes from intellect, the love that comes from the essence. One is that the love comes from an external part of yourself, if it's based upon intellect. And also, what you're loving is also the virtues of the person, not themselves. On the other hand, when the love comes from your essence, what are you loving of your child? What are you loving of your father? You're loving their essence. There's another difference between love that's based upon intellect and love that is based upon two things which come from the same essence. If love is based upon intellect... The love will, the love can change. The love can dissipate. It can come, it can fluctuate. It can come better and it can come, and it can can become worse. It, the the love is not forever. For, and there's two parts of this. Number one, if you're loving someone because you appreciate their virtues, so how long will you love them? You love them as long as you appreciate their virtues, or long as they have those virtues. So the love is limited to. Time to your under your mind changes today. You th- those things interest you, and that's why you love this person. And tomorrow they don't interest you anymore. So then, uh, so that you stop you stop loving them because because you are um, you're not interested in those things anymore. So so number one, your love can change based upon your mind. People's minds change all the time. And number two, another component is even if you the person doesn't change, and you understand the person doesn't change, and your appreciation of those virtues doesn't change. But still, since your relationship to this person is based on intellect, based upon your understanding, that's not your core, that's not your essence, that's not your life itself. So there's a lot more in you that is not being involved in this relationship. So if there's something more pressing, more important to you, more attractive to you than this person's virtues, 
So then that will, uh, and, and that, that is, um, that's causing friction with you and this person. So then that will override your relationship with this person. Even though nothing has changed vis-a-vis you understanding the person and etc. But if something um, that you care about more, you care more about um, uh, your life itself, for example, you care about uh, then, that your intellect is external. Your intellect and the virtues you appreciate about, about this person, it's all external. But your care for your life, that you want to live, your life, your love for your life itself, that's deeper. So that, that's going to override your relationship with this person. Let's talk about, uh, so, so in short, so there's four components to the distinction between an intellectual-based relationship versus an essence-based relationship. One is, where is love coming from? In the intellectual relationship, the love is, is based upon the, the, the love is towards the virtues of the person, not towards themselves. In an essence relationship, the love is to the essence of the person. In an intellectual-based relationship, the love is coming from the external part of yourself. Versus an essence-based relationship, love is coming from you yourself. And, a, and the third component, which has two parts, is that can the love dissipate, can the love go away? If the love is based upon intellect, it can go away, and there's two parts. First of all, your appreciation of the person may change. Number two, even if it doesn't change, it could be something else that, that, that interferes with this, this relationship, something you care about more deeper, that is, that is causing friction in the, to this relationship. Um, and so too is this true regarding relationship of the Jewish sheep, to Hashem. Our relationship to Hashem is not based upon intellect only, not based upon our understanding of Hashem's kindness or greatness and benevolence, benevolence omniscience, omnipotence, Relationship to Hashem is because a Jew and Hashem are one. A Jew is a part of Hashem. So that means that our relationship to Hashem is because we're like a child to a father that it comes from our essence to Hashem's essence. A Jew is a t- a, the essence of a Jew is one with the essence of Hashem. Nations of the world also can experience relationship with Hashem. But their relationship is based upon the intellect. It's not, based, it's not a soul thing. It's not based upon that their soul is one with God. It's based upon their experience. And therefore, since it's not an essence-based relationship, there could be changes that their relationship has. For example, with Yishmael, when Hashem told um, uh, Sarah and Avraham that Yitzchak will be your offspring, he'll be your main child, he'll be the one who inherits you, what do Yishmael do? Yishmael says, one second over here. I am the firstborn, I'm supposed to get the double portion. I, it, it, so because of money, because of just because of guilt, Yishmoel is ready to throw up his whole relationship with Eishter. He, his relationship was very deep. He, was able to, he, he circumcised himself at the age of 13 years old. He agreed to it. He wasn't forced. There was something deep there. There's, there was a deep decision. He wants to bond, bind himself with Hashem. Yes. But when something else caused friction, that relationship with him and Hashem, so then, then he let go. Why? Because relationship was only based on intellect. On the other hand, the relationship of Yitzchak to Hashem, what did Yitzchak say to Yishmuel? I'm more precious than you. Why am I more precious than you? I'm more precious because my bond with Hashem is not based on intellect. My bond with Hashem is essence to essence. So, this explains the language that Hashem used when Hashem um, told Avram that he's going to make a uh, covenant with him. Hashem said, My covenant in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. Those words are very precise, and each of them has profound meaning. Seemingly, why have to have a circumcision in the first place? If we have a bond with our children to Hashem, 
we have a connection to Hashem, a connection of our essence, the essence of Hashem, what's the point of having a circumcision in the first place? Why need a circumcision? You are connected anyways. So it says in Shulchan Arach, in the um, second Madura Basra, in the, the uh, Alter Rebbe's uh, edited Shulchan Aruch, he started writing Shulchan Aruch a second time and editing it, um, and in the end of the fourth section over there, he says that Knesset, Nefesh HaKadosha, that when does the soul begin to enter the body? It enters the body at the age of Brisno. At the age of eight days, when you have the circumcision, that your soul enters your body. So what that means is, it's not that you have a soul, is that your soul starts, is the holiness of your soul becomes one with your body, which is a huge thing. It's a dramatic difference. It's not just that there's a soul somewhere uh, that's not part of you and part of the way you think and feel and part of, part of your life experience, part of your flesh and blood. But Hashem causes a connection, this connection of essence to essence with your body. Now, it doesn't really make sense. How can you have a connection with a body? Body is flesh. How can they, what does it mean to bond with a body? A body is just a physical thing. But it's not a question. What a question. So we're talking about Hashem. Hashem says, my covenant. Hashem is making this connection. Because it's a connection that comes from Hashem himself. So therefore, there's no limitations. So Hashem brings this holiness, this bond that he has with our neshama, and he brings us into the physical life of a Jew. And that's why, because this is a bond of essence to essence, and it's in our body, coming from Hashem, Brisis, my covenant, God says, that's why it's Brisail, that's why it lasts forever. It lasts forever because it's coming from Hashem's essence, and that's and because it's coming from Hashem's essence, two things. Number one, it will never stop. And number two, it's able to enter the flesh of the person. If it was just a logical thing, an emotional thing, then there's a limitation of how far it goes and where it comes from, where it stops. But because it's coming from the from, Hashem says it's my covenant, therefore it's bris oilam. It's something which lasts forever, and it's something which which, which is part of our life experience. It's in our flesh and blood. The holiness of Hashem that is in our soul extends and goes into our lives through the circumcision. The circumcision brings that holiness, that Kedusha, into our lives. I just heard an amazing story yesterday. Um, I don't have time to say the whole story, but I'll try to say it briefly. Um, there was an emissary of the Rebbe in Florida who visited this guy. He visited this guy in his office to give him some uh, matzah, this doctor, and the doctor says... Um, you know, there's another lady in the waiting, the waiting room. Why don't you uh, ask her if she wants a matzah? The Jewish lady is okay. He walks over to the lady and he says, Hi, um, I'll give you some matzah for Passover. She's like, I don't want any matzah. He says, Well, it's not, it's not for sale. I'm just giving you as a, pre- a gift. You could have it. It's not, she, he thought maybe she didn't want it because of, because of the cost. No, he says, she says, I just don't want matzah. So, okay. Yeah, just leave me alone. I don't want matzah. Uh, all right. So he says, listen, if you ever do need a rabbi, I'm leaving my card here if you ever want to get in touch. And he just leaves the card there, and uh, that's the end of the story. Anyways, months go by, and this lady calls him up, and she says, hi, she introduces herself and says, hi, I'm the rude lady from the doctor's office. Um, I don't know why. My father never um, raised, raised us religiously at all. But um, he asked, he's in the hospital, and the doctors don't give him more than 48 hours to live. And he asked to see a rabbi. Okay? He goes in to see this woman's father, goes into the, into the ICU, and the guy asks his, his two daughters, he asks his two daughters to leave. The daughters leave the room. 
and uh, he says to um, this guy, he says, um, uh, I'm here, I'm here from you, you asked for a rabbi, how can I help you? The guy is like, I remember how old he is, he's in his 80s, I don't remember. So he says, um, yes, I, want, I need a rabbi. I was born as a Jew, and I want to die as a Jew. I said, okay, I, I hear you. So you want to say the Shema prayer? He says, you don't understand me. I was born as a Jew, and I want to die as a Jew. He said, what do you mean? I want to be circumcised. I want you to circumcise me right now. <laughs> so what's he going to do right now? He's like, what? He says, yes, I want, I want to be circumcised right now. I, I only have 20, 48 hours to live. It's not going to infect my life. I'm not going to live anyways more than 40 hours. I want to be circumcised. So he's promised me you can help me get circumcised. I said, listen, I'm not a, I'm not a mobile. I can't do this. He says, you do whatever you can. Please, I want to die as a Jew. That's what he told me. So the rabbi now has his task. He's trying to arrange with the hospital who will they accept and will, will, will they allow this procedure to be done. And, um, and he, he finds a mohel who is willing to visit the hospital and who is also a doctor. And he goes to the hospital and the, the, the daughters of the guy are, are there in the hospital and they see the rabbi come in with a mohel and they find out why he's there and they are incensed. What, are you crazy? Our father is in his deathbed. You're going to so kill our father before. What are you doing? Anyways, um, this guy, this guy who, who was very sick, he, says, he was very insistent. I need to be circumcised. And the, the rabbi spoke to the hospital. The hospital agreed that if they find someone who's number one, a doctor, but also he's under their insurance, yeah. then, then the hospital will accept him. So they found, he found somebody in New York who was willing to make the trip to the hospital, and he traveled from New York to, um, to this hospital, and he gave the guy a circumcision. The guy ended up living a lot longer. This was happening in the month of Elul. Uh, this rabbi, I think his rabbi, the rabbi's name is Rabbi uh, Salatinsky, if I'm correct, it's from Belgium. Um, and he, he, um, he visited him every day, put on the film with him you know, for, for the first time. He blew chauffeur, he lives like, like a few miles away from his home. So, the, I'm sorry, his, the hospital was a few miles away. He walked to the hospital, blew chauffeur for him. He came to, to Benchlubanesha. The guy ended up living for 14 days. He was circumcised, and, he, and he, uh, he, when he passed away, uh, his... He, he wanted to be, to be buried as a Jew, but his children said, you want to bury him as a Jew, then you pay for it. So this rabbi was left with a $9,000 bill, and he did, he paid for his funeral. But there is an interesting, uh, uh, ha- a happy ending, but interesting continuation of the story. Uh, I think it was two years later. He gets a, a letter in the mail. His wife opens the, the letter. There's a letter and there's a check for $9,000. What happened was, is that this lady who was rude to him in the doctor's office, the daughter of this man who had passed away, she was invited, a friend of hers had donated a Torah to some Chabad center, and invited all of her friends. And she saw, just, I just realized that this really is a beautiful thing that we have here, the Torah. And I, and I, and I, uh, and I, I want to thank you for what you did for my father. Anyway, so, so that's the idea of the connection of a Jew that he, a Jew has with Hashem that is not based upon logic, not based upon feelings. And although a Jew can make lots of mistakes, we all know we make mistakes. That's the eight Sahara, that's evil inclination covering up who we are. But a Jew, the essence of a Jew is one of the essence of Hashem. And that's the meaning of the circumcision. The circumcision is to make that essence to become part of your life, that make the Neshama become part of who you are. So the holiness of the Neshama is in your flesh and blood. 
And the, according to this, it comes out that not only is Yishmael greater than, not only is Yitzchak greater than Yishmael, but he's even greater than Avram. Because Avram also was circumcised at 99 years old. Yitzchak's circumcision was not based upon logic and reason and feelings. He was circumcised at the age of eight days, which, which underscores and emphasizes that the connection is not based upon any logic and reason. It's just essence to essence that Hashem makes a covenant with the Jew and Hashem connects with the Jew because a Jew and Hashem are of one essence and therefore there's, and, and therefore there's a covenant that's made in eight days that's beyond any kind of rationale and any kind of definition and it's something which lasts forever. As Hashem says, My covenant is in your flesh, your physical flesh, forever. Yeah. 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 Yeah.